Money FM 89.3, the best of the breakfast huddle. The Breakfast Brief on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle with Elliot Danker and Ryan Huang. It's time to take a look at some headlines investors will be paying attention to this morning. And top of the list has to be the fact that China will no longer subject inbound travelers to quarantine from the 8th of January. So that's good news for anyone looking to get into the Chinese economy. Yeah, that's going to be great news for the economy if you think about how things can, in some fashion, go back to the norms of before the traveling, the business travel, and also the events as well. So that is promising on that front. So January 8th, that is going to be something to put on your calendar to look out for in terms of the traffic, the plane travel, and also the type of activity economically that China will be experiencing in time to come. Yeah. So later on when the... Of course, the, naturally you'll have talk about the Chinese tourists coming out of China, mm. right? And from what I understand, as far as official statements are concerned, that will be done in what they say is an orderly manner, an yeah. orderly approach. So right now, the prospect of the 8th of January deadline or timeline is when the quarantine will no longer be required. Right mm. now, you need about five to eight days at a quarantine hotel. So this is going to be something to look forward to. But at the same time, with the restrictions opening up this fast, there have been some concerns about how that will impact, at least in the short term, the number of COVID-19 cases, as well as the wider economy with so many people just falling sick. Yeah, I mean, you're hoping, uh, we are all hoping that that can be done in a controlled manner, just like how everyone else around the world it does. But at the same time, you understand the desperation because when you look at China's economy, especially for the month mm. of December, activity has slumped quite a bit. People are avoiding going out in spite of the fact that mm. some measures were loosened because they don't want to get sick. Yeah, that's the thing. It's quite tough to put a finger on exactly how much much impact there has been because the data is not very forthcoming. So looking at some of the indexes from Bloomberg, eight early indicators looking at high-frequency data, it is showing signs of strain in the Chinese economy already. So if you look at some of the data coming through, this includes the likes of the retail sales in cities like Beijing, which seems to be harder hit than others. So 18% down in November as we saw restrictions easing up and case numbers picking up. And we have transport numbers also down. So 3.6 million trips made on a Beijing subway last Thursday. That is 70% or 70% below the level seen two years ago. So still mm. below norms. And if you look at car sales and home sales, that is also down in the first few weeks this, this month as people start to tighten their purse strings and pull back on spending. So that has an impact on industrial production for those cars. Right. And it has, I guess, a knock impact on other industries as well. Mm. Well, as far as the uh, stock market reaction is concerned, we saw that initial euphoria, mm. but that has changed quite a bit. Yeah, there was the optimism about how, no, finally we have the news of China opening up. Now it's starting to set back in again the reality of what that means, which is yeah. what we're seeing right now, the case numbers picking up. And if you look at the stock markets, the Shanghai Composite Index has now fallen back near the level at which it started when authorities started to talk about relaxing curbs back in November, early yeah, November. So yeah. that is quite a bit of a drop in the past two weeks just reflecting the recent headlines. Okay, let's talk a little bit about Twitter because apparently there is a bit of drama going on there. A UK cabinet minister's Twitter account was hacked. 
And guess what? Elon Musk somehow has something to do with oh, it no. indirectly. So it is uh, the Twitter account belonging to the British Education Secretary. So she has okay. found her Twitter account being hacked. Okay. The picture, profile picture being hacked as well, being replaced by Elon Musk's picture. <laughs> and it now promotes a cryptocurrency event. So several okay. tweets have come up from the hacked account promoting cryptocurrencies. Mm. And this is going to be something interesting to see how Elon Musk will respond to with you know, how he's been trying to ship things up with Twitter. Well, he's busy uh, talking about other things, wishing his followers on Twitter Merry Christmas. And for some strange reason, reason talking about what is the greatest superpower Yeah, so if you are one of the 123 million followers, you have gotten his Christmas wishes, Merry Christmas, and good cheer to all. And alongside is the conversation going on about what he thinks is the greatest superpower of them all, which is, he says, luck. Luck. Interesting. Yeah, so he says luck is the greatest superpower. And this is in response to one of his followers asking him if actually skill is just a different kind of luck. So it does give you some food for thought, Mm. right? I suppose if you're lucky enough to pick up the skill, Mm. you kind of need luck, right? To be like, for example, uh, you and I have always talked about, yeah, maybe we should have gone into tech, etc., etc. But what about those who would have never imagined tech would blow up to be what it is today? Yeah, there is also that perspective about how people say you need to be prepared to create your own luck. Uh-huh, right? okay. So that okay. skill, knowing where to be, when to be, you know, being in the right place, also is a kind of luck. Yeah, we be like two-faced, flip a coin. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.